Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Hi, this is James from That Story Show, and you're listening to That Story Show. See what I did there? Hey, how you doing, folks? This is That Story Show. The show where we're sharing hilarious real-life stories from all over the world. This is episode 250. That's a, that's a landmark right there. Uh, mm. Recorded live on January 12, 2015. And uh, I had to do my own uh, little intro, guys. You know, the little thing that you do before mm. before the song? Because everybody, the ones I have from people, the, the listener-submitted openers, all say nobody's listening. No way. Yeah, so that's how old they are. I need I need some fresh ones. So that's the reason why I did my own. Um let me tell you though from the, from the heart <laughs> of I didn't introduce myself. From the <laughs> from the heart of South City St. Louis, I'm your host. My name is James and with me today as always is uh or from the part of Georgia uh where the dead are walking. It's John Steinklobber. Wow, thanks, man. Yeah, and from a city that manages somehow to avoid all the fun parts of Florida, we've got Christian Sundreth. <laughs> What's up, guys? How's it going? <laughs> yeah, Lake, Lake, hey. Lakeland's like right there between Orlando and Tampa, and it's just like... <sighs> you sound like you got, you're, you're quiet there, uh, Christian, just letting you know. Right, too quiet, know. too loud. Too quiet. This You're using can, that bad USB port again, aren't you? No, I've got a can attached to some string. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's, that's what this knot is. i got to tie it yeah. in somehow. Uh, hey, i got a joke for you, John. Okay. What did one hat say to another hat? <laughs> um, I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> that's the answer, yeah. Uh, what did one hat say to the other hat? You stay here, and I'll go on ahead. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to be a bald joke. <laughs> oh, Thanks. that's why you were so <laughs> so tentative. <laughs> because he's bald. <laughs> oh, no, I just always like you. You're a great joke joke uh, soundboard so or sounding board, I should say. <laughs> Thanks. Um, before we yeah. get too into anything, I want to find out what's been going on the last seven days or so, and uh, that means we need to do some backstory. Bam. Did that wake you up in your car on your way to work this morning? <laughs> I hope so. That was a little louder than I intended. Sorry about oh, that. Oh, crap. Um, let's have Christian go first. Do you have a, uh, a backstory? Yeah, so I do a podcast, and I try real hard to get my mic right, um, <laughs> and I apparently haven't done it, so is my You've mic good now? you got one job. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this is good. It sounds real good, yeah. <laughs> All right, sweet. So um, do either of you know who Emily Post is? Nope. Okay, Sounds well, familiar. She, yeah, she um, is she or was. Cereal? Uh, she in more or less invented manners um, and etiquette. So she's um, like the reason why there are three forks and like a formal dinner, and why 
your bread goes on your left and your drink goes on your right. She kind of wrote the book on all that stuff. Hmm. Um, She's Miss Manners, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like she, you could write like to her on like my coworkers are being really rude. What do I do? And she would answer. Uh, you know, it was quite a long time ago. Well, you're uh, going to need five salamis. Yeah, and, and a, a glove yeah. full of powder. And a Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> And a Harry, one Harry Potter. Uh, and so I was lucky enough today to be in an eight-hour course with her great-great-grandson who, who teaches etiquette to um, business uh, professionals. And somehow someone thought I deserved to be in a meeting. Wow. Um, this guy with, uh, sucks at being nice to people. Yeah, yeah, that might have been it. Uh, Sensitivity um, training is what they call it. Yeah, it might as well have been. It was actually really interesting. I thought it was going to be horrible. Yeah, um, and that's but, so that's the family business, huh? I guess, wow. yeah. And what a family business it is to talk oh. about manners for like eight or nine hours. Did he have a, like a, a slight English accent? Because I would imagine he would. No, but he was very well spoken. Oh, wow. He, but he not English. These very calculated pauses. Um, and it really drew you in. Um, but the funny part of this <laughs> You put story, the fork <laughs> on the left. That's, oh. exa- that's almost exactly what it was verbatim. He actually has a podcast. Um, wow. Well, I'm dr- so, I'm, hold on. Just pause the show. I'm going to go download that now. And I'm going to stream it through our podcast because that's how I roll. Go mm. ahead. What's the funny part? Okay. So the funny part would be. Um, halfway through, we had to go to this meal, this lunch, at, and they took us to this fancy restaurant. We had to, to go. We yes. had to go, and the food was delicious. How do you eat with the freaking dude with the manners? But that's the thing. So we, we they divided us up into four groups, and at each table, there was a spot for him to come around and watch you oh eat. Oh, my gosh. Which is nerve-wracking, <laughs> of course, right? Isn't that crazy? Uh, <laughs> it's like so, somebody coming around to watch you poop or something. It's like, exactly. this is a thing that's just between me and the food, okay? And uh. he's like the expert pooper in that situation, <laughs> yeah. the expert uh, etiquette You need to crimp that off sooner, son. It's never going to go down. It's you never fold the paper twice. You wrap the paper no, no, around your fingers. Happened. Always fold. Crunch. Crumple. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> um, so he, he laid out a ton of rules, uh, you know, and, you know, what you should eat and how you should eat and all this stuff. But one of the first ones is don't drop anything on you. Don't make a mess. Mm. So I, I'm, I go to eat my salad um, <laughs> and I put a bite in my mouth. And right as he sits down and says, you know, reintroduces himself to me, a huge drop. Somehow, I don't know, I might have a hole in my lip. A huge drop of it just falls and lands right on my shirt and just is stuck to my tie. Did he and pass he, out? No, he's so polite he didn't say a word, but I watched his eyes, you know, in, in <laughs> slow motion, watch it fall. So he's the premier <laughs> etiquette person. He just spent four hours teaching me what to do, and almost immediately, almost as if it was a prank, I have lettuce on my shirt. So I very politely took it off and very politely threw it under my table. <laughs> <laughs> and then very politely acted like it didn't happen at all. So. Oh, God. Very politely. I would have picked it off and I would have looked at the waiter and I said, Can I get an accidental lettuce drop plate, please? Thank you. And then I would <laughs> wait for them to bring a tiny saucer as if it was all planned and all okay. Oh, I, that stuff makes me nervous. You're right. It's just. Oh, it was horrifying. Uh, especially when there's just no need. It's you like, want a little tip, too? Yeah. A little yes. tip I didn't sure. know. All right. So when you're eating soup. You should put your spoon. You should when you put your spoon into the soup. You should put it close to you, and then you scoop out. Away, yeah, I knew that. Which is 
nuts to me. Why? So you don't spill it on yourself. Yeah. Well, it's not like you're shoveling it in. <sighs> right? I, I mean, Dude. am I the only one? I don't know. I, there were a lot of rules that didn't oh. make sense. But you remember that story I told about when me and Jen went to the uh, to the restaurant, the fancy one that had the fire at the end? Yeah, the yeah. Fire yeah, dessert. Yeah. yeah, this place had all of that laid out kind of stuff. And immediately I just decided I'm... I'm, I, I, I never felt quite like a redneck. I was raised in redneck world and I was raised in trailers and all kinds of stuff. I mean, we had a bonfire outside. My mom owned a cow, you know, this, all this stuff. So <laughs> I had never really claimed that part of my heritage before. But when I sat down, I'm like, okay, I'm just claiming redneck on this right now. There's a fork. <laughs> there's a knife. Those are the two I'm using. I don't care what or not. I like the long fork. I like the knife right there. Mm-hmm. And they came and took half of it away as soon as we <laughs> sat down. I'm like, what the heck? How rich are we that people that eat here, you know, regularly, because we were getting paid for by Jen's business there, uh, because they have this, they just lay all this crap out for display and then they take half of it away. I felt like, you know, grandma picking up the good china, you know, before you could eat <laughs> off it. But. Put down so we can tell you're not going to eat I couldn't imagine that guy. How tall was he? Not <laughs> That's what I imagined. That's awesome. I, I kind of imagine like a little penguin guy. Was a little pencil mustache? He was very cool. He, I, oh, I, I, I you'd really have to be. Him. Or yeah. you'd have to be the biggest, you know, <laughs> trying all these words I'm thinking of saying that I can't put on this show. <laughs> you'd have to be the biggest <laughs> jerk. How about that? <laughs> yeah. No, but he was very awesome. I, I can't recommend him enough. I, I Like he... It was very uh, down to earth, which is not what you would have expected. That's cool. You'd have to be after that many generations. I mean, you're locked in to this. This is your life. It's been chosen for you your whole life. You've had to eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with a fork and knife. And and you're either going to be miserable or you're going to (laughs) just own it completely. And that's that's good. And what was his name? Um, the, the family name is post. I'm not sure I'm right. going to, I don't think I'm going to give out his full name. Oh, but. fine. Yeah. So we can't ever look him up and find out. I'm just I'm never book him. The etiquette that I need. It's yeah. James Weathersby, the third Holy senior post Bigglesworth. Wow. No, Google it. I can't. James is that. a good name. I like that. I, I, I still think he has an English accent. <laughs> you can give him one if you want. I asked him, yeah. I said, when do we learn the English accents? And he said, <laughs> oh, did he? <laughs> My son. Right you after shall never you learn it, boy. Right after no. you scrubbed that uh, stain out of your shirt, there, son. Tut, tut. Oh. Pip, pip, cheerio. Um, all right, so mine is is pretty boring. I, I I'm in the basement in our new home, and uh, it's an unfinished basement. And it's a wood floor. And so my kids don't have to do anything. And it sounds like an elephant tripped over the stairs, you know, and <laughs> fell on the couch. If they do, if the dog even lays down, I can hear his bones hit the ground, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, who dropped the dog? And he's like, I'm just laying down, dude. Uh, is there any <laughs> etiquette about sleeping up here? Um, but anyway, so I heard this big noise and it sounded like, you know, my mom fell down, but it was Jay. I said, are you okay? And he goes, yeah. And in a couple of minutes, he comes down the stairs and he always asked to come down, but he didn't this time. He just came down. He said, dad, I just fell into the wall <laughs> and I think I put a hole in it. I'm like, oh, gosh, we just moved here. We've been here two weeks and you 
you know, I, inside anyway, I'm, I'm thinking this stuff, but he's so serious, you know, about it. And he, he, he's just trying to own it. I was so proud of him, but we go upstairs and, um, and we were actually, there's a landing. We have two sets of stairs that go up the one story. So we have a little landing area and that's, he had tripped over the bottom thing and it slammed right into the wall. And he shows me this spot and he's like, I think it's right here. Cause that's, that's, that's where my head is when I stand <laughs> up next to it. And all it was was just a little spot, you know, where I, if a house gets some moisture stretch, especially on new homes, and the uh, the screw heads behind the drywall tape mm. will pop just a little bit. And yeah. so it wasn't even a, a concave. It was, you know, convex. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you're fine. You're great. I love you. Thank you for not busting a head-sized hole in our new house. But um, <laughs> but he owned it. He was so serious and so I mean, this is almost an MMD moment because I'm so proud of him for for not just bursting into tears and hiding in under his bed, you know, <laughs> which is what I would have done. Yeah, me too, absolutely. So, so John, what do you got, man? Um, you know, if it's kind of boring, it's not exciting as is etiquette lessons no, by any means. He won. He won the internet this yeah, time. Yeah, he he did. The props to you, Christian. I'm pumping my hands up and down in the air. <laughs> Even though you've dropped a piece of lettuce on your tie. Um, yeah, so I was at this restaurant, and I saw this guy drop lettuce on his tie. And this, <laughs> this English dude slapped him in the face. How could you? Um, not really, but seriously, I got something in the mail today. Or not today, but this week, and I was super excited about it. And um, I'm noticing that... that um, 40 is catching up to me mm. and um, I, I got this stuff for Christmas and I was, I was like, oh, hey, thanks. This is great. And then I used it and I was like, this stuff is awesome. And so I was like, hon, can we order some more of this? I talked to Amy and she said, yeah, sure. And so like I, I ordered it and I got like a case of it because this stuff is so amazing. <laughs> And I'm just so I'm just so happy to have it. <laughs> and it's and it's don't make fun of me, but it's soap. <laughs> I got this soap. It smells like a Christmas tree, man. <laughs> it does. I'm all about good soap. What brand is it? It's called South of France. It's kind uh -huh. of a natural-ish kind of. It uh, smells you know, like pine or something. It's, it's called frosted evergreen. And it's oh. seasonal. And I was like, I got to get a bunch of this. <laughs> I got a case of it. Doomsday soap. What do they say Doomsday that soap. scent is the strongest sense tied to memory? And so your sons, every time they get a Christmas tree, they're going to be like, oh, this is, I remember dad used to smell like this. <laughs> Daddy smelled like a Christmas tree. It's beginning to smell a lot. Like daddy, <laughs> sir, I want to buy this. So. I, I I want you to notice in there that in all of your kids, you know, memories, you're dead. I oh. somehow booked you as the dead dad. That that's like we remember him fondly by Killed his. By <laughs> yeah, he broke out in boils and pine needles. <laughs> we had to chop him down. <laughs> oh. See what That's, I did there? That wouldn't be funny. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it I'm just do. needling you. <laughs> uh, man, we're killing the homeschool market right now. Just, they're, they're rolling in the floor. This is the best stuff ever. You're all bark. I can't believe this is not immoral. It's so funny. It's my, favorite, my favorite clean podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Get it, because soap. 
I I gotta oh. I gotta admit I gotta throw in and say I my my buddy Paul who does movie beatdown with me works right now. Uh, he's a, he's a writer, but he's paying the bills right now at some Trader Joe's kind of natural place or something. Awesome. Trader Joe's is sweet. And there was just some sort of sale that was going to save this African tribe overseas. And so my wife bought a bunch of this soap and, um, and I sat it there, but then I realized I don't like scented soaps anymore. It, it, it plays havoc with my hindquarters. I'll just be honest with you. <laughs> it, it messes up my tailpipe. So I have to have, and so I started using this simplistic, you know, natural soap. And now I'm like three bars in and there's one more left. And I'm like you, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta go to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully they, they've got an Amazon account and I don't have to go that, that way, but we'll see. Not that there's anything we're going to, you know, any problem going to Africa. I just don't want to go just for soap. It's like going to Target just for cereal or something. So mm, right on. Um, let's see. It is time for a new segment, uh one of our new segments, uh what I lied to you. And unfortunately, it's my turn. So I <laughs> get to tell a truth or a lie story to you two and uh see what you think. Okay? So here it is. Um, I hate going to the beach, but there was once upon a time when I was thinner and younger um, and I had my own car and I had a girlfriend and I had brothers that thought I was cool. (laughs) (laughs) And we just called it. We'd go to Fernandina Beach and um, and hang out. And and it was fine. I still to this day hate sand just like I did then. But, you know, you get enough big enough towel. It's fine. But uh I, I I got one of these stunt kites and I, and and it says that on the package, but in reality, it's just a big wing thing with um, string on each side. It's nothing like what you're imagining. You know, these guys that are professionals and they're wheeling around these giant kites, but it was a normal size kite, but two strings and you could kind of make it flip around, you know, and, and kind of do a, a spiral and all this. But mostly what it did is I would try to go across the top of the sand as close as I could without touching down, you know? And what that would mean is I would screw it up and it'd plow right down into the dirt head first. And, and we were good for part of the day. It was fun. It was awesome. Um, they, my, my brothers were trying it. I was trying it, but then a, a, a lady and her kids came over to the right hand side and they were still about 20 feet away, 30 feet, whatever. Um, but I still had to be careful now. Well, I'm, I'm up there doing doing the thing, and I'm doing a flip, and it's just going awesome. And then the wind just does something weird, and that thing flips down and makes a beeline for for this lady and her kids. And I just kind of shut my eyes and kind of because there's nothing I can do. I can't let. I guess letting go would have made a lot of sense because then it would have floated <laughs> over them. But um, when I did open my eyes, she had she had. Kind of, the kids screamed, and I guess she she just kind of made this noise because uh, she had been on her belly, and the the freaking thing it had stabbed her right between the legs, about high enough to say that it had gone in the middle of the hole, you know, halfway through the hole there of the of the the rear, and um and so I it was the most embarrassing thing I ever had to do, but I had to walk over there and and get this thing. And she, 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 she didn't say anything. She just said, um, or she just handed it to me and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. You know, I hate, hate myself. And she says, um, she says, well, just be careful. Okay. 
And and I swear that when I turned around, I kind of looked over my shoulder to wave at the kids, and she had she was picking her, um, the backside of her swimsuit out <laughs> because it had it had kind of creased it and tucked it in there for me for oh. her. Sorry, I don't know why I said for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's my story. Oh, Question man. time. Yeah. What color was your kite? <laughs> it was black. It had it had a little string on it, you know, one of those little little long strings, and that was the fun part because you'd go back and it would kind of trail behind it like those those ladies do at church with the wand, with you know, the wand and the, <laughs> the ribbon on the, the end. The dances, yeah. the praise banner, yeah, exactly, yeah. Or, or with the ribbon, except with the ribbon. So black, yeah, as far black. as I remember. And was uh, was this lady wearing a bikini or a one piece? It was a two piece, but I wouldn't call it a bikini. It was a mom, mm-hmm. momkini, momkini. Yeah. Color was her momkini. I don't remember. It was uh, neutral, but not to where she looked like she wasn't wearing one. It wasn't noticeable. No. Were you on the beach near the pavilion, or were you down more? Uh. Or it's the fort. Uh, no, we weren't near the fort. No, I don't remember exactly where we went. went I mean, because we always went to the same place. But I don't remember which one it was. I don't. But I remember you used to be able to drive on the beach. You probably can't do that anymore. Mm. But you did then. So I think this is this is either 100% the truth or like 95% the truth. And just some details <laughs> mixed up. Like he hit like a man instead of a woman or something. <laughs> I, wouldn't do, I wouldn't do that. We, Me and John actually talked about that before the show. How easy it would be to take a true story and just change one stupid little detail and still be able to trick somebody. So I didn't do that. Yeah, I'm gonna say I I was. You got any more questions? The truth? (laughs) No, I don't. I'm ready to guess. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready to guess. You can go first, John. I I thought you already went. You can go first. Okay. Well, I I want it to be a lie, and if it is, then James wins all the awards. But I think it's the truth because of how well he told that story. Well, there you go. I mean, I know uh, you've been telling stories for a while. See, I I was feeling that it was a truth for that same reason, but I I think I'm gonna call it a lie. <laughs> That's my final answer. Okay, um, I it uh, here it is. <laughs> it's a hundred percent a lie. Dang it! <laughs> and you know what? I knew you were gonna lie because John told the truth last time. <laughs> well, I couldn't think of any stories that were worth a crap that I hadn't already shared. You know. I did have a, I did do what I do. And what I do is I take the truth and wrap the lie around it. And I did have a, a stunt kite and it did have a trail thing. And there were people that almost got dive bombed by it, but I never actually hit anybody. So I just went ahead and made it a great lie or a great. Just be job. careful. Just be careful. That's all she could say. <laughs> she was a mom. She couldn't cuss me out in front of her kids. Also, so. she didn't exist. No, yeah, she, she, neither one. These people are dead now. They're just gone from the universe. I just created sure. them and their characters, and now they're gone with the wind. That's how That's awesome. the violence of storytelling. <laughs> uh. Flying kites on a beach. Hey, speaking of uh, stuff like that, let's do stuff like this. The quiz. Ah! <laughs> Woo! All right, who's doing quiz this week? I got the quiz this Yay! week. Yay! I don't know what seg- segment you guys are talking about because you're not calling it by its right name. Oh, okay. what is it called? The Quiznos? 
Yeah, because we quiz what you knows. <laughs> we quiz what you knows. Uh, I was going to call it a useless piece of fact, but uh, that's kind of what my theme is. I don't have a cute, cool theme like you, like you had last week, Christian. You set a high bar. I'm just going to say, mm. you set a high bar. So I don't have my stuff has no, no nothing to bind it together. My questions. That's fine. That's perfect. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, and, and, and instead of choosing somebody to go first this time, I thought I would ask a question and whoever gets closest to it, they'll get to go first. Oh, I like it. You like it? All right. So what do you mean they get to go first? It's like a pre-quiz quiz. quiz. It's a pre-quiz quiz quiz to see who gets to answer. Okay. Okay. Orderly. All right. And this one, you can just say whatever answer you think. So an average person breaks wind how many times a day? Seven. Is this um, Price is Right rules? It's, it's, yes, Price is Right rules. If you go above the number, you're eight. disqualified. Eight, I have to raise it one. I just. Ugh, dang it, James. Oh, nine. <sighs> <laughs> okay, well, that's how much James farts, and the average person farts probably. Three times per podcast. I'm going to say, I, I think the number is in like the 30, so I'm going to say 10. 10. Or wait, if you're, wait, if James saying eight, I'm going to say nine. Okay. The actual number is 14. Whoa. Ooh. So who is so closest? Christian. Yeah, Christian's me. closest. Wow. But so average. average and was and, and that's male and female, I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's from my research, which is not far. extensive. Yes. <laughs> it's the sound of which we do not speak because it does not exist. Was the <laughs> in some cultures it's a greeting? <laughs> really? I lie not, John. You need to go to that country and you need to become <laughs> their presidente. I'm that telling guy you, is so friendly. You would be like a, a freaking celeb. He says John, hi to everyone. <laughs> how did you research this? Did you Google it or did you just conduct a survey? <laughs> I see what you're doing there. Yeah. Uh, this um, is excuse actually, me, sir, with your pinky in the air. That uh, uh, oh wait, it was Christian that hung out with that guy. Never mind. That's right. Dang it! I wanted it to be you so you could ask him how many times he farts. Excuse me, sir, Weathersby, Mister Post, sir. The number of flatulents. Uh, um, I, I, I actually have cut a about three inches of PVC and have wedged it in there to keep <laughs> it open so it doesn't make a sound. Oh my god. <laughs> it just comes out like a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. It's All painful right. but much less embarrassing. Next question. Oh no. Okay. Oh just for the just for the record that, that I I I did not do personal study for that I I actually have two sources um and they are both internet related so Good. and they both confirmed what I what I found so uh, for the rest of these, though, I have only one source and um, this various various locations. So, are you ready for the first question? Absolutely. So ready. All right. Quiz knows who goes question first. One. Christian goes first, okay, because he got the closest to the number of toots in a day, although his number is thirty. Um, <laughs> question number one: The tallest tree in the world is known to only a select group of scientists. But its name is known by many. What is its name? I will give you four choices. Oh, good. The names are Big Red, Vilcus the Great, Hyperion, 
or Apex. Again, the Did name of make, the tallest tree in the world. You make three of these up? I made that, yes. One is a correct answer. The other ones are completely made up. We talked about this in an ethics class, and I think its name was Hyperion. All right, James. All right, what was the first two? Big Red. Vilkis the Great. Big Red. All right. That's your final answer? Yeah, because I'm imagining somebody with an axe named this thing. So oh, that's, the, that's the name of a gum. Gum. So that Big Red. Yeah. Well, the answer is actually Hyperion. What? So What? That is Learn. one point for Get Christian. Get trees right, James. And they're, <laughs> dang it. I'm so unprepared to be a comedian. I don't know anything about trees. <laughs> so where is this tree? I don't know. No one knows. Were you, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying there's only like five guys that know. I mean, they're like the freaking Illuminati of cedars. You know, I don't, I don't get it. It's not like you couldn't just see it poking out from the rest of the other trees, right? Yeah. You get up oh, high, high enough. My guess is it's somewhere in California, but I don't know. Hyperion. I'm guessing that an Ewok peed on it. That's what I'm <laughs> guessing. Hyperion. Somewhere. <laughs> it is a pretty pretty cool name, though. In an ethics class, right? Yep. Wow. wow. Very good. Next well, question. All right. It is now a Christian one. And James. You, you didn't uh, have to say that part. I, I don't need to hear that. Oh, sorry. I'm always losing. I lost last time, and then I won. So. No, but in the bonus features, you took I'm, the you took the crown. That's right. So yeah. I will I will confess that James did beat me. For those of you who didn't get the bonus stuff, uh, yeah. All right. Question number two: In Denslow's book Humpty Dumpty, how many times is Humpty Dumpty referenced as an egg? Here are your four answers. Who goes Only first? One of them is Chris? correct. Uh, it's still Christian. Okay. Uh, would he be referenced as an egg on every page? Never, once, or three times? I know this one. Yeah, never. Never. All right. Those are your final answers? Yes. You are both correct. Yay! Never. So was that like easy or something? Because I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I recently read a f- just random facts, and that was one of them. Mm. Yeah. See, that's my fear about us taking turns. I don't know what source you guys are using. That's why I use many different sources. I just know a lot about eggs. All right. (laughs) I know a lot about Humpty Dumpty. (laughs) He sat on a wall. I know a lot about wall sitting. I actually did read the book just to confirm that. So, yeah. Never never mentioned as an egg. It's crazy. He did become hard-boiled. The power uh, of illustration. Yeah. It, he was referenced, his father was Humpty Dumpty, actually. Mm. And his father was referenced as being scrambled. Um, but, you know, wow. that's, uh, I don't know, 1908, <laughs> Mr. Denslow. Anyways, um, the next question, number three. Access to the deep web is done through a browser called the Tor Project. What is Tor an acronym for? Here are your four answers. Oh, <laughs> It's like this is the rest of the show is me thinking about that. <laughs> uh, the the here are the four answers here: uh, the onion router, total anonymity relocator, technus ocula redina, the Orion report. 
Do I get to go first? Can I defer to James? If, I know the I know my answer. Because we both got it right. So yeah, he should be able to be like James' okay. turn. Go for it. I'm gonna go for the Oculus Dentina or something, whatever it was. That one. The third Technus, one? Tech Technus Ocula Redina. Yeah. Just because I don't care. <laughs> okay. It's too I know it's hard and I don't know it, so I guess. Okay. I went to a lovely Bible college that wouldn't let you download movies uh, in the way that I wanted to. So I have Tor and it stands for the onion router. The onion router uh, is correct. Uh, you guys, I'm pretty good at trivia. He's, he's pretty good at trivia. He's very humble about it too. Yeah. Well, what's the point of being good if you don't get to brag? <laughs> well, I don't know if you would know the, uh, the next one here. I do have one left. All right. If you would like yeah, to go. Yeah, one last with. one's fine. We're good. All right. The average speed of a fart upon exit is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> of course. Okay, here's your four uh, answers. Five miles an hour, seven miles an hour, one mile an hour, 15 miles per hour. Oh, man. And again, this is an average speed. Is, so we're I not was about to say, it. is this a natural occurring <laughs> or pushed? So. <laughs> I guess natural. Okay. Uh, who goes first? I didn't get it, so it's Christian. So. Okay. Yeah, let's um, smarty pants go. Mr. Really I good. get a trivia. All right. I'm pretty good at it, actually. Next so week, I'm going to have to go against him. Isn't that right? It can't be. Oh, walking. yeah. I got to do it. I don't know. I don't know if I want to do a quiz. I don't think it can be one. So I'm, and five seems like too even of a number. So does 15. So I'm going to say seven. I'm 15. Seven. Yeah. And 15. The answer is 10 feet per second, which is seven miles per hour. Wow. So good job. Good job. I'm you glad I got that one wrong. <laughs> I feel like Christian might have clocked this once. Yeah. No, I, I, what I did is I lit a match. And then uh, you, you took a, 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 a pressure tester from your, from your dad's yeah. automobile. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Oh, got to put some air in. <laughs> There's nice compression there. Oh, my goodness. We quizzed what I knows and I knows the most. Uh, yeah. None to be so annoying about dang it. it. I'm glad I lost. That's the way I'm going to have to play this. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm not, I'm, I'm not asking you because I don't know. I'm asking you because I'm going to make sure you know, you know, that kind of thing. So. James, you should yeah. just make the quiz so impossible next week that I can't get it. <laughs> Do it. I will, it'll be in another it. language. I'll no, like, John, when you and I met, what color shirt was I wearing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I like that. How many times did I go to the bathroom today? <laughs> yeah. What is the name of John's wife? It's middle. Amy. Oh, middle. Oh, I knew the first one, but you got me on that one. All right. Um, it is time for us to do uh, featured stories. I like those. They're from they're from you, and we got a lot of them. So uh, first, though, an email from Callie. Callie, who's freaking out because I'm reading her email on the show. Callie. Sitting at the breakfast table this morning, my son was telling me about a computer project he was doing. He has to build a lobby, and I told him, 
why don't you build a Narthex? <laughs> <laughs> and he asked me what a Narthex was and why I was screaming at him. And I, <laughs> I told him that back when we lived in Belgium many, many years ago, I used to listen to a podcast that was so funny, but sadly ended when one of the hosts moved to Florida, which I didn't know that. But I did some internet sleuthing to play it for him, only to find out that the podcast still exists. And she says, I feel like my friends have been hanging out without me and I wasn't involved but I'm just glad you're back at it can't wait to catch up on the last six years what Whoa. Narthex from Cali wow now if you're newer to the show and you don't know what Narthex is this is Narthex Narthex and um <laughs> <laughs> never gets old Narthex is just a weird name that churches use to talk about their their lobby or their you know whatever but um, I don't know that this was the first. I dug back, tried to find the first reference to it. And I don't know that this was it, but this is what I got, and I wanted to share it with you. This is from Josh Nolan, and I'm going to call this one Narthex. Uh, so in church this week, our pastor announced that we would be having Krispy Kreme donuts in the Narthex next week. And my dad leans over and whispered excitingly, Krispy Kreme. <laughs> and I leaned over to him and whispered, Narthex. <laughs> Didn't really say that. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what I would have predicted that it said. <laughs> All right. That's Jen. Did you hear that? Yeah. Oh, good. I was thought that was my voice. <laughs> <laughs> no. Man, I sound like a girl. <laughs> I, say, I, I think that was the first mention, though, because I, I'm like, I'm going to call this Narthex. If I if it hadn't been, I would have referenced the reference, you know. So mm-hmm. anyway, interesting. But then... Um, our, our friend Eric Fisher called that. Uh, yeah, this one he called it in. Narthex! That's Eric, Wait, Eric Fisher. He had like, a, there wasn't there like a whole comment that went on with that, and then that's just how he decided to end his... Um, Probably, yeah. <laughs> Sounds right. <laughs> I forget. You know, I, I'm yeah, I, I don't remember. You guys probably remember better than I do. I'm old. I'm 42. <laughs> I'm, the li- I'm the answer to life, universe, and everything. Ooh. Um, Anna! Uh, wrote this one. Um, it's just called The Injustice. And and I, I told this to my wife today, and it was really fun. Uh, hello, James, John, and Christian. My name is Anna from Pennsylvania. I'm a new listener and really enjoy your podcast. Y'all are so pleasant to listen to. Not this episode. Mm-hmm. I was homeschooled, uh, grades K through 12, and I find mm-hmm. the fun you poke at homeschoolers enjoyable and usually accurate. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Love it. Uh, I like to think that I didn't turn out too awkward, but it's probably wishful thinking. So I work at our town's local library part-time while going to college. People seem to have distorted images of local libraries and librarians. I assure you it is neither boring nor easy, and we get our fair share of crazy experiences. Some uh, are very unpleasant, while others are downright hilarious. Uh, Family and friends frequently ask me if I have any, quote, funny library stories and unquote. Uh, and I thought I'd share a more recent one with you. Yes. And I want to back her uh, on the crazy thing. Cause we used to go to the public library and, and there's just something that draws people to the, this place and they, they must not talk to anyone for their whole lives, but they just go to the library every day. But <laughs> uh, anyway, um, 
So she says it was a Friday afternoon and I was finishing checking out an older couple's books. My coworker and I were chatting with them and somehow the conversation was steered toward politics, a subject we try to avoid discussing with our patrons, obviously. Uh, Suddenly the lady lets out an exhausted sigh and says loudly, do you know what I just hate? And I noticed her husband rolling his eyes and I became very nervous about what she was about to say. (laughs) And my coworker says apprehensively, what? And the lady leans over the desk and said in an angry hushed tone, commercials. (laughs) I hate commercials. My coworker and I exchanged confused glances in an attempt to rationalize the situation. I said, oh, you mean political commercials, the ones with the candidates and they used to slander each other? No, she said. I mean all commercials on television. And she began to uh, gesticulate. I didn't look that up, but it gesticulate wildly. I guess she's freaking out with her hands. I want a president who will get rid of all these annoying commercials. They're so boring. I pay enough for my cable bill. It's about time we had an administration that does something about it and shows that it cares about the people of the United States of America. Shondai. So, (laughs) well written, right? Um, I opened my mouth looking for something to say, but I found nothing. I looked over at her husband, who now had a sheepish look on his face as he leaned on the front door. Come on, dear, he said. The patron waved her hand nonchalantly towards us and muttered, uh, muttered under her breath as we were leaving. She, she's gesti- or gesticulating at the people. She says, people just never understand the injustice. <laughs> and, the, and they left. That was the last words. The injustice. My, my coworker had a good laugh over the absurdity. And uh, you've heard it here, folks. The way to win the vote if you're running for president is ban television commercials. I actually told my daughter that because she wants to be the first <laughs> female president. And I'm like, dude, you got to vote if you get rid of them dang commercials. So uh, thanks for all that you do, Anna. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Great story. Very, very good. We need more like that, people. If you have one, send it in. You know where to send it in. You can go to the website, but you can just send it to james at nlcast.com. But if you want the rules and the ways to get your thing on the show a little easier, the rules are at um, uh, NL, or no, that story show, that story show.com. Elizabeth writes um, a story I called Heavy People Can Be Beautiful Too. Recently, I was working with a woman who was recovering from brain damage. I was guiding her in completing some worksheets as part of her therapy on one of the worksheets. And this is a female Elizabeth, you know, telling the story, not me Mm. Uh, on one of the worksheets. She had to fill in the blanks for statements like things that are red or things that grow, just making those connections. And she says the very first one was things that are beautiful. And on the answer line, she wrote my name, Elizabeth. And I thought it was like the sweetest thing ever. I even took a selfie with her with the picture and the whole thing. But the next one was things that are heavy. And guess what she wrote? Oh, no. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It wasn't an anvil. So, yeah, I had to kick her butt. <laughs> Gently with kindness. The Elizabeth. So this was sent in by the Elizabeth. Oh. Oh, man. So things are heavy. Elizabeth. Things that are red. Elizabeth. Okay, you need more therapy. This is a story from our friend Chris Cowan. And you can check out, you need to go. He's a fellow podcaster and he does a show, great show, better than this show, called Pop Mockers. And you can look that up. 
and and he's great. He makes fun of of stupid Facebook stuff and all that kind of stuff. Is great. But this story is called "Big Plus Belly Equals Baby." Okay. Um, he says, I have a highly energetic and outgoing three-year-old son who, like most three-year-olds, has no conversation or fil- filter and hasn't quite worked out the differences between genders. So there he goes. Opening scene. Boom. Right there. He Uh-oh. laid it all out real good. While visiting family, he approached my plus-sized older brother and asked, <laughs> when are you having another baby? My brother <laughs> my brother doesn't get what he's actually asking, and he had recently gotten the snip-snip. And so he says, we're not having another baby. We're all done. And my boy's, <laughs> my boy's response, but you have a big belly. So I grabbed my kid. I tried explaining. This was not a nice thing to say. He said, don't say that. He's not having a baby. But he loudly insisted, but he has a big belly. (laughs) Don't you see that? (laughs) Just shaking his head, I could imagine. Anyway, this was after he had already insisted that uh, one of his cousins was a boy because of her short haircut. Mm. So, and a great story on its own. But he said, just for fun, here's the middle school version. And we have to play, we have to play the middle school or wait. Nope. Dang it. I hit the wrong one. (laughs) There we go. Even though it's fake middle school drama, we'll take what we can get. Hi, James and John and Chris Chan. So I was at Christmas and I was drink eggnog and some peeps thinks that's gross and it's kind of gross because it's raw eggs inside, but it tastes amazing. So I drank it anyway. And then this little E kid came up to my brother who was like fat. And he says, are you having a baby? Cause you're fat. And he was like, no, that's rude. I'm not a friend anymore. I have to go be your uncle, but I don't have to be your friend. <laughs> and he didn't really say that cause he would, he's too nice, but he did say that's rude. Okay. That's all. Bye, 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 bye. Chris Callen. <laughs> <Lulz>. <laughs> I like oh. that. I love this story. Um, it just reminds me of something Jenna did when she was real little. Um, you know, little girls, you know, they talk in their little girl voice. And Jenna had one of those little voices, too. But there was this one time that she goes up to my wife. My wife's, you know, horribly pregnant. Send your hate mail to John Stoneclubber at gmail.com. Um she was just, you know, and she would say that too. This was like the last days, you know, uh, she felt terrible, but my daughter comes up to her and she says, mama, or mama, she's got a cute voice. You got a big, strong belly. <laughs> and she yes. did her little hands, pressed them together. Like you got a big, strong belly. Cause you know, her, her, she'd always heard those two sounds or words connected, you know, Oh, you're big and strong. Look at how big and strong you are. <laughs> so Jenna's, Jenna's big, strong belly. My wife's belly was a big, strong belly. And she got that guttural in there. So it was great. Yes. Uh, oh, um, we've got uh, one more and we call it from uh, one from the web. It goes like this. Today's is brought to us by Christian. Christian, the Christian right, you want to be. All right, all take right. it away. Uh, so this Bring is called, to Today I Pranked My Wife Into Believing in Magic. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, a, it's a story of a guy's prank on his wife. True story from the internet. From the internet. I don't know if it's true, but it's on the internet, so it must be true. It's true. All right. I don't believe it. So I'll, I'll just read it verbatim. So I've been setting up this prank for about three weeks now, but unfortunately the fruits of my labor came to fruition yesterday. All for the best, I guess. Here's some background. My wife and I are very healthy and we eat the same thing for breakfast every day. Well, maybe a solid 350 days a year. 
It's egg whites with toast. Ooh. It has gotten to the point where if I don't eat this breakfast, my entire day feels off. Put salsa on my eggs while she uses ketchup, and she has to have ketchup or else she will not eat breakfast. Mm. We have a backup bottle or two in the pantry just in case she runs out. Three weeks ago, I noticed that her bottle is running pretty low and that she has to actively shake the bottle to get the last remnants out. We're pretty earth-conscious people as well, so nothing goes to waste. We use it until the last drop. There's still just enough left in the bottle that I can tell she is thinking that she shouldn't recycle it just yet and puts it back into the fridge. (laughs) I noticed this thought process going on in her head and decided I should mess with her. Once we finish up breakfast, she goes to get ready. I take one of those full bottles of ketchup that we have in the pantry and add just enough to the almost empty bottle so that she will have the amount needed for breakfast the next day. (laughs) Breakfast the next day rolls around and she does the same thing, adds ketchup to her breakfast and decides there's just enough to save and put it back in the fridge. (laughs) I again refill the bottle with just enough for the next day. I should also mention that she is short, so I hide the refill bottle at the top of the pantry so she would not see that it had been opened and used. Rude. (laughs) After seven days slyly watching her add ketchup to her breakfast, I can begin to see an intrigued look on her face when she's prepping her meal. She doesn't say anything, but you can tell she has taken notice of the bottle. This goes on for another seven days. (laughs) Fourteen days in, breakfast continues to go off without a hitch every time. And every time she adds the ketchup to her breakfast, she gets a little twinkle in her eye like she really, really wants to say something about it, but doesn't want me to make fun of her for being crazy and thinking the ketchup bottle is never ending. (laughs) To the point that she will look at me, start to say something, and then stop herself to change the subject and put the bottle away. I've never looked forward to breakfast so much in my entire life. All this week, she is on the verge of saying something every day. It's become hard not to laugh while watching her add the ketchup to her eggs, but I am laughing hysterically on the inside. Mm-hmm. At this point, I have used roughly half a bottle of ketchup, refilling the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, she adds ketchup to her breakfast and looks me directly in the eye and dead serious says, we have a magical ketchup bottle. <laughs> You're <laughs> a <I> wizard, <laughs> Harry. <laughs> I could not control my laughter and proceed to lose my mind while she tries to explain to me how she had used the exact same bottle of ketchup for three weeks and, ha- and it has been almost empty the entire time. She now thinks I'm laughing because of her belief in magic, and she is trying as hard as possible to convince me that she is serious and it is magic. I proceed to go to the pantry, take out the half-empty bottle, and place it on the counter. It finally all clicks in her head, and at that moment, the empty ketchup bottle clicked into my head. But I don't care because I made a magic ketchup bottle happen, so I am essentially Jesus. No, he's Elijah. And then it said... exactly. If this article was too long, you didn't read it. I made my wife believe we had a magic ketchup bottle, but it hurt just as much as a normal bottle when it was flung at my face. TLDR. <laughs> TLDR. Awesome. Awesome. TLDR? Yeah, too long, didn't read. Oh. And, and so if there's stuff like that on the web, sometimes they'll add a TLDR segment, and it's just a thing to say, you know, or do you want to read the whole thing? We and, should have a TLDS oh. or TLDL. TLDL. Too long, didn't listen. Ooh, I listened. That was oh. funny. That was funny. That's something I could do to my kids. But and my, you should do to your kids. But my wife knows me That's too well, so anything that was weird or out of place or supernatural, she would uh, she'd immediately just stop me and say, "What is this?" And and the empty bottle would have ended up upside my head. And so that's great, I'm, though. My mom would have burned it and said. <laughs> Ketchup. <laughs> Harry Potter bottle of ketchup. Ah. We're never buying hunts again. 
<laughs> stuff is still got the devil in it. I just can't stand the idea of ketchup for breakfast. <laughs> you got ketchup on, on your eggs. Oh, see, no. Because oh, so I'm fries and hamburgers and hot dogs, and that's it. That's what about like much- tater tots? Yeah. Like breakfast tater tots. They're cousins and they're friends. Yeah. Tater tots. I haven't been to Sonic recently. That reminds me. Gotta go fast. Uh, well, guys, um, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, that's the show. Another one in the in the bag, as they say. Two fifty. As we go. Congratulations, James. Oh yeah! Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks to all our listeners. It only took us freaking seven hundred years to get here. <laughs> between between uh, bipolar and depression and two states and you know a hundred other different things, but. Uh, wow. We got there. So yay for us. We, we, it probably means we probably have one listener per year or per episode that we've made. So it's a pretty good deal. Sweet. <laughs> and we're uh, friends for life. Uh, speaking of friends for life, if you've enjoyed the show, consider supporting us via Patreon, which will unlock various benefits like bonus audio content every single week. Visit thatstoryshow.com slash donate today. And patrons, remember to pick up your bonus content at patreon.com slash that story show. And I guess that is us. So I get to hit this button. Yay, I did it right. I made the buttons bigger this week. So it almost helped. That's it. Thanks, Christian. Thanks, John. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Good quiz. Good. um, Great quiz. Yeah, good, good uh, story from the web. Um, visit us online and uh, follow us and all that kind of stuff. Find out all our information at thatstoryshow.com uh, and, and join the InnoCast network community on Facebook. That is a great place, I'm telling you. If you want to get in and connect with us and with other people that enjoy the show, seriously, the InnoCast network community on Facebook is the place. Am I lying, guys? No. Nope. Yeah, I mean, it's the place. I'm posting something now. <laughs> give us a review on iTunes or wherever you found us. That always helps. Uh, but it helps more if you just tell somebody about us. Tell somebody you work with. Somebody that you um, jack with about ketchup bottles. Uh, but thanks <laughs> thanks to our Patreon backers. Thanks to Rob Gobers for this awesome theme music you're hearing now. Thanks to our spouses for letting us record. Our story contributors. Uh, and everyone who listens. And, and remember, when you're telling your funny life story, do me a favor. Tell it like nobody's listening. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. I'm gonna let it run. Okay. Do it. Can we talk to each other while yeah. it's running? Yeah, just say entertaining things. You got ten seconds. Nine. Eight. Well, James something nine, Christian won that thing. Eight, so it's his turn. Seven. Visit NLCast.com for other great NLCast network shows. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. 
Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.